Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers There's always so much to discuss Let's jump right in It's LA Clips Forum It's LA Clips Forum With Jesse and Brian We finally got some PG news Kinda Welcome to the LA Clips Forum My name is Brian Andrew, I'm here with my co-host Jesse Sandoval, what's up guys? Man, you look really tired. I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> we brought the extended universe of the LA Clips Forum. We brought Trent. How you doing? I am. Uh, I'm reeling from the, the the heavy heavy news. Wait, yeah. there was no news, was there? There was no. Okay, news. I'm fine. I guess. Oh, okay. I'm fine. It kind of it kind of <laughs> sucks that like uh, things are just the same now. <laughs> uh, how you doing? How you doing, Jake? We brought Jake. From Jake and Barnes. I'm good. I'm good. What up, everybody? Um, just going with the flow. <laughs> just going I, with the flow. I, I said I brought Jake from Jake Barnes. <laughs> like if Jake Barnes is not you. Like I got Jake Barnes from Jake Barnes. I got Jake from Jake Barnes. Yeah. yeah. No man. Just just going. Just going. Hopefully things are on the lookup. But hey, we're playing well. So you know okay. that's all that matters. All that I matters. think I think the biggest Hell news. Yeah. The biggest news yeah. from this weekend that. I've been trying to be an I'm trying to be an insider on. Have you picked the MLS team yet, Jake? I'm on the fence. I actually saw LAFC's game today, and it was actually pretty good. And, and you know what? To, like not being such a fan of the MLS, like the quality is not that bad. You know, I I feel like they've upped the quality, just like presentation and like the actual players. The defense kind of looks weak, but I mean, offense it, first league, it's cool. It's uh, it's gotten a lot better in the last five to six years. Like mm. six, seven years ago, it was pretty. Yeah, it was a bunch of sixties and seventies on FIFA, if you know what I mean. Now, yeah, no, the fans, the fan, yeah, the, the fans are good though. The fans are yeah. good. The fans are great. Like that's mm-hmm. that's one thing that stands out off the top. The fans. So better than uh, baseball fans. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I agree yeah. with that. Uh, uh, so let's get into some Clippers basketball because this isn't the LAC forum. LAFC yeah. form. LAFC form. Which, you know, if I ever want to uh, expand our universe over here, hmm. Mm. Um, I'll just be like, yeah, Villa's playing great. All right. On next week's episode. <laughs> 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 uh, Clippers basketball. So uh, earlier this month, we even went on this podcast and said, Paul George is coming back, right? That unless there's a hiccup involving the team, not necessarily him, but according to him and his elbow, he should be back. Then on TNT against the Lakers, Chris Haynes says there's going to be an MRI on the 24th. And then even within our Twitter space universe that we have outside of this podcast, people are going back and forth like, well, what does the MRI actually mean? Because maybe it's just PR or just it's a way out for PG just in case the team's not playing well and they don't think they're going to contend this year that they could just, you know, write them off. Right. But then it's getting closer. The Clippers played pretty well, you know, taking games from Dallas, beating the golden state warriors, beating the Houston Rockets. And then a day before we beat the Lakers, they're, they're, they're like, you know what? We're going to push it back to Friday. And we're like, fine, Friday. You're now going to say it. On, you're now going to tell us on national television, Laker game. It's on ESPN, so it's not going to be Chris Haynes. So you know what? And maybe the Clippers forgot it was on ESPN, and they're like, "Oh, we really want Chris Haynes to break this." All right, never mind. So we'll just have Ty Lue break it for us. <laughs> uh, so uh, the the pregame presser, people are asking Ty Lue about it, and he's just like, "You know what? Uh, he's 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 doing better, but he's not coming back right now." And we're like, okay, because at the MRI that Chris Haynes said, or he said that we, he was going to be cleared or not cleared. And if he was cleared, he would be ramping up to come back two weeks later. So now as Clipper Nation, we're not sure if he's ramping up to come back two weeks later or he's he needs to get cleared again and then come back two weeks after that. So the whole, the whole season, we're just like, we have no idea what's going on, which is you know being a clippers fan in a nutshell ever since the Kawhi era has started right or that yeah so i i i did a little wrap up there uh jesse 
do you have anything to uh, add? What are your feelings? What are your thoughts? Um, I was a little frustrated, but the win over Lakers kind of soothed that a little bit, you know, uh, it made it more bearable. Um, I'm hoping that we get some solid answers next week. Um, uh, it's kind of, I, I understand everyone's frustration. It's kind of like, uh, what's a, uh, you're putting a carrot, you're hanging a carrot over a donkey, essentially, <laughs> you know, just constantly teasing it, trying to, trying to sucker us into, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what their objective is on this because the team's competitive. The team is fighting. The team's probably going to be in the play playing tournament. And I just I don't understand what the objective is from the, from the organization. Honestly, it's a little confusing. Yeah, uh, Trent. If you want to break out your tinfoil hats, I've got something for you. All right, let's do it. Next Thursday's game hosting the Lakers is on TNT. Awesome. So everybody so nod their heads and say, there yeah, it is. Yeah, Brian yeah. reminded me of it. And I'm like, you know what? We do have another national TV game coming up. What is it? It's Thursday night on TNT. So okay, maybe the plan is to just, I mean, Chris Haynes is the boy for the guys. And I don't know. You, you, can I tell you the, the part that pisses me off the most? Is, so we got the Tai Lu like telling us, and I was like, you know what? Maybe ESPN is going to elaborate more, right? So I'm <laughs> listening to ESPN's broadcasts, listening to Richard Jefferson, just don't. not deserve that job at all. Like yeah. he, I don't, don't know say what, anything I, too bad here. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, I don't know what was on his resume when he applied for that, but just putting former Le- LeBron teammate on it, I'm, I, I'm. That that's just frustrating to me. Um, I listened to that instead of watching our guy, watching our guy Brian Seaman, probably call an awesome game because he's one he's one of the best in the business, probably the best in the business. And the the frustrating thing about the TNT games is we don't get the Brian Seaman game, but the this was on Valley Sports and it was on ESPN, and I listened to Richard Jefferson for an entire game when I could have been listening to Brian Seaman instead. I, I'm just, I, it was that, it was, I think that's the part that frustrates me the most is that I'm like, all right, I'm still waiting for this news. And I just listened to Richard Jefferson um, hug uh, LeBron James too much uh, verbally. The entire <laughs> game. Um, what you got, Jake? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm online with everybody else. You know, it was, uh, we were expecting now, you know what, to be fair, like, they said that he was going to get reevaluated. They never really said, though, that they were, like, going to announce anything. They just said he's going to get reevaluated. And with the reevaluation, you know, if everything looks good, Paul will look to re- – so I guess in a way, like, they never really said, like, we're going to give news. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's disappointing because there's only a couple months left, like a month, I think, left in the season, month and a half. So yeah. it's, you know, time's ticking. And, um, but besides that, I, we look great. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not upset. Like I'm down with whatever, like, you know, come back, don't come back. I'm whatever, man. I, I love this season. I do too. And I think that should um, segue into the bigger picture, right? But this season, next season, play in playoffs, uh what do you guys there's a multiple there's multiple scenarios right because there's three players out with injuries three could technically come back one could come back two could come back none of them could come back hell we could probably get more we could probably stay healthy you know there's a lot of scenarios that could happen between now and april 10th and then there's a lot of scenarios that could happen between now and next october you know just because we think everyone's going to be healthy next season. Doesn't mean people are going to be healthy next season. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll toss it to you, Trent. What, what's your, what's one of your bigger pictures? What's your, what's tinfoil hat, non tinfoil hat. What you got? Well, there's a lot of different ways you can look at the way the rest of this season is going to roll out. We're sitting at 531 and 31 after 62 games. Basically, Another handful of wins in our final 20 will get us into the play-in no matter what. If we go 500 over our last 20, maybe go 10 and 10. 
that'll probably lock us into at least the eight seed, maybe to seven is possible. If we catch fire somehow, mm-hmm. maybe there's an, an infusion of additional all-star talent, for example, and we end up going, you know, like 13 and seven, and one of the teams in front of us stumbles, we could end up in seven, maybe six. It's possible if two teams stumble. Mm-hmm. It's the end of the end of the year and things wacky things happen as we go down the stretch. So for me, I'm like, if these guys are ready, if they're healthy, if they're cleared by the doctors, I think you got to let them play. You got to roll the dice in a wide open West and let it happen. If the, if they're not healthy and this is the team we're rolling with through the end of this year, let's get excited about these 12 dudes, 10 that play because what you've got is a 10-man rotation without a single all-star berth in their entire careers. Not one of our guys that's on the roster active right now has been to an all-star game. Mm-hmm. What they're doing is just like what we did in the, 18, the, the back end of the 18-19 season with the no-name Clippers. And we made it to the playoffs of the eighth seed and we terrified the hell out of the Kevin Durant, Steph Curry uh, mm-hmm. Warriors team that could happen again so we have to remember no matter what happens over the next two months of the season the final two months of the season we've got to be all in on our favorite team yeah. whether it's an all-star leading us <clears throat> or a cast of who the hell are these dudes we love these guys the no-name guys are my favorite guys it's always no, been my you. thing and then going forward, I think the team is set up for long-term success. So I'm not even worried about next year because I think next year is going to be an amazing season. I just don't want them to lose this year with the West as wide, wide open as it is. And I think like we could all agree on this too is next season is not guaranteed either. Just because you're coming into it healthy doesn't mean you'll finish it healthy. Yep. And so – I'd rather bank on them being healthy for the 20 to 30 games that they'll play for the rest of the season, plus playoffs and stuff like that, probably closer to 40 if we make a run. You know, I'd rather bank on that than having them stay healthy for 82 plus the playoff run next season, right? I think, like, uh, we, might, we might all agree on that. Um, what do you think, Jake? Um, You know, piggybacking off Trent, like, it's kind of – I'm on the same road. Like, if they're healthy, play. If they're not healthy, then let's get behind these guys. Honestly, this is my favorite team ever. Oh, Mine too. Like, like I know I know the stars aren't here, and as much of a PG stand that people think I am and stuff, like, I, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, I I love these guys. These, these A team full of competent players, competent role players, literally one through, like, tw- ten. One through ten. Every guy can play on any NBA roster. And mm-hmm. to see these guys come out and <laughs> literally every night have one dude interchanging on someone having a big night, you can't ask for more. I mean, literally, I, I, I'm in love with this season. You know, mm-hmm. I'm literally in love with this season. The ups and the downs have been great. And uh, like we lost to a Pelicans team or Oklahoma, we beat the Warriors and we're in close games with the Suns. And it's crazy. I love it. Um yeah. Let's, let's try to get, let's yeah. try to make the playoffs. Let's try to make I'm, the playoffs. Let's make I'm, the playoffs. I'm not gonna lie to you too. If we got through the play-in and we would, we just happened to play the Suns, like let's just say we drop the first play-in game and then we win the next one and then we play the Suns, and it was just this team. It's gonna. I just, I think Tyler will make that a competitive series. Yeah, they probably have better players on their team. The Suns do, but I I still think we have the best coach in the in the game, and he'll make adjustments. And yeah. and another thing is, like, bringing in new players like Covington and um, Norman Powell, it just seems like there's a – I don't know how it's done, and I would love to be, like, a fly on the, on, the, on the wall in their practice facility or in the front office of how – like, how do they get these new players to come in and just buy into, like, this is how we do things here. Like, everybody's yeah. playing for each other. And I know it sounds cliche and stuff like that, but I think like you can't. And when, when me and Jesse first made this podcast, we were talking about like, Hey, we don't want to talk about the Lakers too much. Right. But we've come to learn the more and more we started doing the podcast is 
to talk about the Clippers, you do got to talk about the Lakers a little bit because they're it's just it's culturally just an LA thing, right? Uh, every time we were happy, we're told not to be happy, stuff like that. And yeah. just to see the dysfunction on the other hall, on the other side of the hall, and seeing what how we're doing things and the fact that like. Yeah, we might lose a couple players there and there. Like Justice Winslow, I love what he's doing in Portland, Eric Bledsoe, stuff like that. But then we bring in new players and they're buying in. They're part of it. Norman Powell's on Instagram saying like, hey, how come the Clippers are not getting highlights and stuff like that? You know, uh, we have um, Cummington who looks like he's just bought in. And Ty Lue's like, you know, you're you're basically our primary defender now. We're going to put you on LeBron James for the final shot of the game. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's just it's just a beautiful thing. What about you, Jesse? Um, yeah, this team has been impressive. You know, for uh, the way they're playing right now, being competitive as without their all stars, superstars. It's I don't think we need to wait to get behind on this team. I mean. I think we should be we should be behind this team already, you know. Like, mm. regardless of whether or not Kawhi, PG, or, or uh, Sudi enough to play, um, just enjoy the ride. I mentioned the previous episodes. This is a fun team. This team, anyone can pop off and drop twenty. I mean, Amir Coffee has been a breath of fresh air for this team as well. Uh, mm. Terrence Mann is finding his rhythm. I'm loving everything from it. I need some more Amir Coffee graphics. <laughs> when we have matchups, you know? Like, All right. Yeah. Like when we played against the Lakers and they had LeBron James and uh, Russell Westbrook or LeBron and AD or something. And then they had uh, Amir Coffey and uh, was it Luke Kennard or someone? I forgot who the second it was player Luke, was. Luke, I think. Yeah. It was Luke. Luke yeah, <laughs> oh, man. Like LeBron I'm, James I'm looking at oh, LeBron James looking when he doesn't close out on <laughs> Luke Kennard. Just the look he has. It's just like, oh. Like he knows, he's looking at the best player in Ohio. Right um, I, I love that you brought that up, Jesse, because Amir Coffee has been a revelation, so good. And then we've watched since the trade of uh, Eric Bledsoe to Portland, we've watched Terrence Mann step into that other role of backup point guard and just dude who makes stuff happen. And he's just running with it. As one game aside, that Suns game was a total flop on the back side of a back-to-back where he played his tail off in the front half. Mm-hmm. So I think Jesse's really onto something there. Yeah, it's uh, it's all about the players on the margins. Like it, it is celebrate like, the little guys. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we've won thirty-one out of the last thirty-eight games against the Lakers. And keep in mind, a lot of those games, we. Uh, we're technically in a rebuild at one point a few years ago this year. We don't have our stars. Like I wouldn't call that a rebuild, but on paper it kind of was like it, it, it was built to land as quiet and Paul George. Um, so, and we've been able that to was... not, we've been able to only lose seven games in the last decade. And keep in mind, a few of those were lob city, uh, dysfunction games <laughs> so like, that was the eighteen nineteen season was our version of tanking yeah eight seed yeah take the one seed to six games yeah. that yeah that's like how we tank mm-hmm. in the last decade and and it, and it allowed us to get excited for when we did bring in quiet and paul george oh look at that did you hear guys? did you rally hear that beer. 805 just opened up the rally the rally beer is here the rally, rally beer. beer this podcast yeah. is about to pick up it's time to kick it up a notch Bye-bye. you guys have any more thoughts on paul george and maybe um Kawhi coming back or i just i just really got to say like whether they do or not right keep in mind these guys are role players these guys Literally, I can tell you this, like there's so many teams in the NBA that would die to have some of the players that we have on our team. And I'm being dead serious. Like mm-hmm. you give the team across the hall, Amir Coffey, immediately their number one defender. He's probably starting like, you know, it, it's not a playing, joke. Like, playing 37 minutes a night. Yeah, it, it's legit. Like if you mm-hmm. give him to even Brooklyn, like anybody on our team, Brooklyn would die to have them. The Celtics, anybody, you, you, you name it. Like we have a, a a team full of competent guys and if the, if the main guys don't come back then cool let's get to these games you know playoffs are coming all right like i understand yeah. the trade deadline's over but like if the trade deadline was still going to happen 
but those uh trade machines would be going nuts for Amir Coffee going to yeah. all these teams or dude. Uh, it, Reggie it, Jackson. I mean, for real. <laughs> Just, I mean, people people gotta if they complain, you know, make it like make it make sense. You gotta right. see what these guys get paid. It's also what like make it make sense. That's all I ask. Absolutely, it's also a a part of a perspective. Okay, you have to understand who these guys are and why they're on this team. They're on this team to complement the two forty million dollar a year guys, Mm -hmm. and those two forty million dollar a year guys aren't on the team right now. So, how do you replace superstars like that? You can't replace them one-to-one. You can't just say, okay, Amir Coffee, you're going to play all of Kawhi, Kawhi's minutes and you're going to score us 25 points and get us eight rebounds and five assists and two right. steals and a block. No, you replace guys like that in the aggregate. Everybody has to take just a little step up. And every night you're going to have to see a new guy step to the front. And that's one of the joys of watching this team. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's Reggie. So, <coughs> excuse me. Fear me. Sometimes it's Mook. Sometimes it's Terrence Mann. Sometimes it's Amir Coffee. It could be any one of these dudes. And, and, and it's, right. and it's take it so one much more, fun to watch. And to take it one more step is even when those players are having themselves an off night, somebody else is stepping up. That's right. And, and, uh, right. and we're making runs when we're down 25, 22 points, and we're making either the games very interesting or we're winning the game. Like, it's like, you know, it's Terrence Mann and uh, Luke Kennard and all these players stepping up and just being like, you know, we, we're just going to play it through the whole 48 minutes and we're putting the pressure on the other team to hold on to mm-hmm. their lead. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're, we're taking the Phoenix Suns 22 point leads or 21 point leads and saying it's on you now to, to keep that be- and for, for an entire four quarters. Cause we're, <laughs> we're going to come, we're going to still play the entire game. And hopefully you, 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 you come up in the clutch. Cause if you don't know, we don't have our two stars, but we're top five clutch team in the NBA, you know? So yeah, it's crazy. Shout out Reggie Jackson. Shout out Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Shout out and, Marcus Morris. And yeah. uh, a lot of uh, people, you know, I'm not going to get into it too much, but you know, people get on Reggie zoo and all these, like we wouldn't be here without these guys. Right. Like, uh, and no one wants to get on zoo Island when, if you're a starting point guard, I'm just saying, <laughs> no, no, no one wants to be on zoo Island. Yeah. And we haven't even started on Rodney Hood and Samuel Ojale. So, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think I was gonna. You didn't think I was gonna fit one in there, Trent? No comment. Because, like, I like I said on Twitter Space yesterday, I like, said I, no comment. I, I don't know how we're gonna get minutes for Paul George. I, with, I with said Rodney no Hood comment because I don't want you to comment about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go into something a little bit more. You know, because if if we're gonna, if I'm gonna be honest in Clippers podcast land. Outside of breaking down every game, it's been basically the same stuff for the last month and a half. It's like, is Paul George coming back? Is Kawhi coming back? Oh, no, Norman Powell got hurt. Damn. All right. It's me, as this group of people, we kind of got into a discussion recently because the Clippers, the Clippers didn't, but there's been like some mock-up leaks of City Edition jerseys and Statement jerseys for next season. Uh, The mock-up that we saw was, it would be a lowercase Los Angeles on a black jersey with the red and white piping on one side, the blue and white piping on the other, kind of like the City Edition jerseys with the cartoon, but it's not the cartoon style. And then there was a statement jersey that did have the Mr. Cartoon style, and it had also like the San Diego uh, shorts, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah. Uh, First, before we get into our little debate that we had in terms of like color schemes that we like and stuff, what what, what do you guys think of those next season? Uh, let's start with Jesse. Uh, I didn't really like them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying. I'm trying not to use uh, profanity. Sorry. Um, I just I'm tired of black and white um, scheme. I'm just. I'm over it. I kind of want something different. I want something that's uh, unique. That's why I liked our city edition that we had this year. This year, you know, it was it was a color scheme that wasn't you didn't see a lot, and um, and it was retro too, which I like retro. Yeah, but um, yeah. but the black and white cells on the just didn't 
it was like weird. It was just like uh, it was just it felt kind of lazy to me, you know. Just put Mr. Cartoon's logo on it and then rehash something and then just put a different color on it. it just felt lazy. Um, I'm not for it. It's also maybe in the three X plus community, the the black is very slimming, you know. So maybe that's <laughs> why they're like let's double up. Now I'm fully for getting rid of our statement jerseys and replacing it with one of these. Like I'm for that 100. percent but because they're both better than our statement jerseys this year. The the black with the, the logo that and then we oh, we'll always lose. We don't make our comebacks in those jerseys. I'm just gonna put that way. Um but yeah, I'm kind of with you, Jesse. I'm kind of tired of the black and white. Like I'm not sold that black can't be one of the colors of the team, but I'm just like uh, I'm I'm a little over it. We had it for two-ish years and then our alternates were black as well. So we always have like two black jerseys at, at, at the same time where we did last year. Uh, Jake, what are, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I just, I don't really see the point in having like the black cartoon mock-up with the sales and then having like the cartoon inspired black Jersey. I just don't see the point of having two of like almost like two of the same things. Yeah. Uh, now those are just leaks maybe they're legit you know who knows apparently that guy gets stuff right so if they are legit then i mean they just feel like like oh let's make a jersey i don't you know i I don't know yeah Yeah, it's like it almost just feels like that um maybe i'm wrong maybe the cursive is cool when i see it in person or i see the players wear it maybe i like it Uh, i'm not that i really dislike it it's just feels yeah. like whatever it's like just whatever it just feels uninspired right it's just yeah like, yeah like there's no like there's no punch or juice to it it's just it's, like you know like because like this year's jerseys i think the clipper community because it has the clippers logo from the you know from the 1984 plus uh clippers mm-hmm. history and then mm-hmm. um it, then then the colors of san diego i think everyone's like oh yeah i'm fully into that because you know it's it's new it's some it's something that mm-hmm. the clipper fans have been at, at least entertained the idea you know they prefer maybe red or something like that i feel like these uniforms clearly show that like the clippers really don't want to re- reintroduce red because you would think after doing san diego last year that they would have at least yeah i don't know like kind of came up with something reddish it doesn't have to be a red jersey necessarily but maybe something that has a lot more red on it if that makes sense yeah because all these uniforms just have like the the reddest thing on the clippers uniform is the white jerseys that have the the number that's yeah and that's red red number Mm -hmm. so uh what what about you trent the only thing red in the clippers universe anymore is uh, my ass because it's so chapped because (laughs) i miss the red jerseys and they're never coming back (laughs) And, and i'm burned about it but you know it is what it is the leaks, I saw the leak, the tweet with all the leaks in it, and I immediately fell asleep because black and white is boring to me at this point. So I think who, who are we? The Spurs? The Nets. Let's, come on. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. It's, I mean, you, you can do whatever. black and white right. Um it's it just gets boring to me. Um mm-hmm. but the black and white for the Nets is really nice. I really, I really like those. But it's just uh, I feel like those jerseys have like that flair. Like they give it like a brook. It feels like Brooklyn when mm-hmm. I see their jersey. You know, when I see these, it just feels like, like right. yeah, like what? Like you know, there's just no, there's no like, like, like you said, Brian. There's no inspiration or anything behind it. You know, it's a mashup of the cartoon and the sales, and then the other one is literally the cartoon jersey in cursive. Like if they wanted to, like I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna say I originally came up with this idea, but people are like, you know, we do have a cartoon jersey that's white and a cartoon jersey that's black. If those became our home and away jerseys, and then you had a, a colorful jersey like blue, sky blue, mm-hmm. orange, or whatever to be our alternate jersey, then yeah, I think we would all be like, that's cool. You know, that's a, a, that's actually a pretty cool jersey, you know. But I think like mm-hmm. we have this these cartoon jerseys kind of floating in and out and then like it's just like all right you're not doing the cartoon thing anymore why don't we do something that's clippers and i think that's kind of where i'm at with it is 
it's cool to do black and white if we're using the cartoon style necessarily but if we're not using the cartoon style then might as well just do something that's clippers like we we do have a rich history we do have awesome uniforms do something that the clipper fan base would like speaking of clipper fan base we did a poll on twitter and i pulled uh what is the their favorite color scheme and uh what we got was red and blue. So this is, you know, the Darius Miles era or before and after, basically all, all of like LA Clippers before uh, this new, you know, 16%, not bad. Sky blue and orange got 57%. Yeah, they clearly won. And I don't know if that's recency bias or maybe they just really like the color scheme. The black, white, red, blue, which is our normal colors now uh that got 13 percent, and then black and orange the braids colors got 14 percent. so what color scheme do you prefer jesse uh i really like the sky blue um but i would love to see a change up with the black and orange um kind of go with the braves uh buffalo braves vibe um I just think I don't I don't know like I don't really see a lot of orange out there. Maybe I'm just not. I don't know what what the NBA team uses orange. The Suns, the Knicks, the, uh, the Suns, Knicks, the Heat, the Knicks, kind of the Thunder, the Warriors still have that Oakland jersey with a little bit of orange in it. The Heat, the, uh, the Thunder. Yeah, I, I would like to see. Yeah, I like to see the orange and black more, honestly. Right. We, we kind of have an idea what that looked like because the, the Knicks are using uh, their own jerseys that are black and orange this year. So we have an idea what that might look like, you know. Um, uh, Trent's shaking his head. I don't like that black and orange Nick jersey. Uh, There's something going on with the piping on it. It's like a double piped. It's, it's just ridiculous. It screams Halloween. Not a fan. <laughs> okay. So how would you do a Clippers black and orange without it screaming Halloween? Would it be like a, a lighter orange maybe or maybe a hint of orange but mainly black and white? You have to get the white into the scheme. And the problem that I have with that Knicks jersey is it's dark black and Yeah, it's like orange. a modern black. Like a and modern I just black, shrug yeah. my shoulders. I'm like, where's the contrast? It's, all, it's just all dark. Mm-hmm. So like our Braves jerseys that we were wearing, those those throwback styles a couple of years ago, or was it last year? Those uh, were legit. That the way they utilized the three different colors worked. Yeah. So you you have to have some white. If you're wearing a black jersey, you have to have some white to offset that. Yeah, yeah. And then the orange becomes the kind of highlight color. But you know, whatever. I'm not a I'm not a designer. <laughs> but we do we do have one. So Jake, what the uh, <laughs> Honestly, look, look, I like the black and orange. I think it's unique. Like Trent says, it does have to be done right. You can't just have black orange together and then you know you just have a dark jersey with a mm-hmm. big highlight on it. So that's one thing. Uh, the blue and orange, I could definitely see how people love it. It's it's fitting for the team. It screams, you know, like our history. Like that's that's something big. Uh, I'm just so against the red, white, and blue already. Like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. The Pistons have it. Like, mm-hmm. the Nets even are integrating it, like, with the Navy red, white, mm-hmm. you know, with their, with their alternates. Um, over it. I'm done. I don't want no more red, white, and blue. Let's let's do let's do the black and orange or the, the, the sky blue and orange. Either way, you can't miss because nobody else has the color scheme. Yeah, I would say so. Like, I think yeah. the thing about the sky blue and orange is that, yeah, nobody has it. Yeah. People, some teams are close to it. Like, you know, the Knicks are royal blue and orange and Thunder, Thunder have that like unique but it's different. blue. Yeah, that unique yeah. blue and orange. But yeah, ours, mm-hmm. is, ours would be sky blue and orange. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing too is I'm going to throw an, I'm going to throw an interesting one out there and is uh, how do you guys feel about red and sky blue? Because Sky blue kind of come from the San Diego days, but we also wore sky blue when we wore the, I think the Hollywood jerseys, the Hollywood stars jerseys. And then we also wore it and we wore it with those sleeved, uh, those t-shirt jerseys that we had that said Mm -hmm. Los Angeles. So how, how would you guys feel about sky blue and red? 
It's rad. It's I'm up, into it. Yeah, it's up to the team, I guess. I don't know. Like, however they – I don't know about – I just don't know if they're really willing to push red. No, anymore. yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I just don't know. Uh, I you feel like think? they keep minimizing it. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of – Now, there is there. one colorway. There is a colorway from the, the 1990s uh, that they were – when they were going to do their whole rebrand, uh, they were doing, like, a teal. And it was, like, a teal, black, and orange. And they had, like, jersey concepts for it, color concepts, design concepts. Everything was ready to go before uh, – what's his face? Pulled out of it. I forgot his name. The owner. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That and, guy. Um, yeah, that dude. And uh, – sorry. He's so – he's a nut. Voldemort. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> legit. And, but the colorway was so clean. It was literally uh, almost like a – I don't want to say like a green, blue, aquamarine type of color, but green jersey for your aways, white jersey for your homes, black and orange trim. I thought it looked great. The logo was kind of funky because it was like the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it was, I mean, it was supposed to be when they went to Anaheim. That was like the whole change. So may, maybe uh, they want to revisit. I don't know. That would be cool. Because I feel like it's, it's, it's difficult to come up with unique combinations and we might have to accept that whatever they come up with won't be necessarily unique, right? But right. we just want it to be good because I, I have a feeling Clipper fans are kind of um, unsatisfied with our recent, like, our logo and, like, our recent... Also, like, like yeah. Brian, I got to say, like, you know, they, like, clothes and merch and especially clothes with this general audience of people, like, people have to keep in mind that they make this jerseys and these clothes to appeal to everybody. Mm-hmm. So like, that's the big thing, you know, they want to make new fans on top of like taking care of the old fan. Yeah. So it's kind of like, they want to, they have to kind of find that medium to be like, okay, you know, the, the new fan, how do we integrate them? How do we get them behind our colors or behind our logos or behind this? You know, when I see our Clipper logo now, back then it was really basketball influence call me crazy but this logo now i see it more tech influence mm, yeah it has a lot of tech elements Sweat um, up company <laughs> yeah you see you kind of see it right like the, the blocking the blocking to it and it, the way it looks um it's almost like a really square logo uh small minimalistic you know they want to appeal to a general audience and you know whatever they decide to go with i hope that you know the colorway is right because it's going to represent us for like the next 30 years probably yeah <laughs> so, yeah I, I have a feeling that they're going to lean like it's it's obvious with like you know two out of the last three uh city edition jerseys were black and white or possibly our new one's gonna be black and white even uh, our, our new statement jersey is gonna be black and white like i feel like they're gonna lean toward the, at least black and I don't like, and it's like, all right, if you want to do a dark color, like, why don't you just do classic clippers and change the red to cardinal or maroon, or and then maybe and then maybe change, like, if you want to double down on it, make the blue navy or something like that, and do navy and like it kind of looks maybe nuggets ish, you know, or Mm -hmm. maybe calves ish, but. I don't know, like, I don't know, it's just, it's something different, it's kind of like, hey, we're doing a darker version of what you Clipper fans necessarily might want, you know, I don't know. Right. There, there's a, there's a jersey that I really like, and they're not in the NBA, but um, the Ducks orange and black jerseys are So, really nice. so Jesse, so that's what I'm kind of talking about, right, like, yeah. like Trent said it earlier, it has to offset, and it has to look, yeah. you have to have a type of, like, cream, or white, or Mm-hmm. something in there to just yeah. make those other colors pop because if you don't you're looking like just a monochromatic black jersey you're the next yeah right. yeah so so you know uh and nobody wants the- to be the Knicks right now it, so, <laughs> yeah. it sounds like we need to get jake into the clippers organization no That's what it i mean sounds dude, like right now. Dude, look, need- i'm all look look like i'm actually on like in the process of working with like a team and designing a full-on court jersey like you know, I just gonna I'm gonna need time. I'll probably start working on it in the summer, into next year. But um, yeah, no, they they those Ducks jerseys are the perfect example. That's like the perfect example. Yeah, 
Because it doesn't not, look trash. Yeah, not, it, not, it, has gonna, that, it has that orange and it has a full black, but that cream, I, I see that cream, cream offsets color, like, it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then and then they occasionally, I believe, go back and wear like the retro uniforms that were exactly teal and purple and stuff like that. Exactly. And so, yeah, there, you know, there's ways that because like, I don't know if the city edition thing is going to be a forever thing, but I do think it's a moneymaker for the NBA and the franchises that even if you do decide to change brands, you should uh, continue doing the city edition thing, right? Coming over New Jersey every year. I think it's brilliant. And it, it, it intrigues me because it makes me want to buy the jersey then that, that identifies with same. that year right same i feel the same way yeah yeah so yeah like i think it's something that they have to continue and then the clippers could 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 i think cater to the classic fan with coming up with retro ideas the sky blues mm-hmm. the reds a little mm-hmm. bit the blues mm-hmm. but if you want to do orange and black or you want to do like a cream and black with maybe a hint of orange or blue i don't know but yeah, I think I, to be honest with you, just changing the white to like a cream color changes the changes the game in general for me. Because like I'm I'm kind of over the black and white, but if you change the white to cream, and even if you just had a hint of the blue and red or something like that, I think it totally totally changes it. In my in my opinion, absolutely. Yeah. The cream is dope. I mean, it, just imagine those Braves jerseys in a cream color. It'd be sick. They'd look yeah. great. Oh, yeah. They look great. I, I mean, either way, it's either way. Like, I just. Uh, I'm kind of optimistic in the sense of color blocking. I think they're going to get it right. I just don't see us going into like 2025. I think that's the year 2024, 25, right? Yeah. I just don't see us going with anything that we have now. I see a complete, uh, like, just rebuild of everything. So, So, like, you're talking about the logo, and I'll be honest with Mm -hmm. you. Like, my stance on the logo is probably an unpopular one. And, like, me and Jesse talked about this is like, in my opinion, the logo looks mm-hmm. like a secondary logo. You remember, mm-hmm. like, how the Clippers just used to have their LA, LAC? The LAC. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. to me, like, this new current logo looks like a secondary logo or like a basketball camp logo. It doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. look like a primary logo. That's my only gripe with it. I don't hate it. It's just, I don't think it's good enough to be a primary logo. You guys have any ideas on how you would change the logo in any way or yeah i have ideas i guess we'll wait to see I'm oh yeah, yeah. Like still, right. i'm still yeah. where i'm still working on it but yeah i don't there's i don't tons of ideas there's tons of ideas though man like uh it just depends what they want to go to what they whatever mm-hmm. they want to cater to you know, real visual be, that's a real know, visual question yeah, yeah like if you want if you want to be sleek that's why i said it took like a real tech approach the mm-hmm. font for the clippers is sleek it's literally clippers and yeah. like in like a blocky graded font mm-hmm. and it's slick across the chest and the logo is would remind me of like a tech company if they had that on their you know for for their little bookmark or whatever on top yeah. um yeah i mean i'm we'll see we'll see where they go with it you know we'll see where they go with i it. i see the wheel spinning in jesse said and i i'm not a graphic designer so <laughs> it's like tough no, it's like really hard you know it's not like first off like the clippers name is really long right and you don't really have a lot of uh different shapes i'm just thinking because i i used to do like you know uh, i used to tag you know i used to do oh, me too so, me too that's so, where it kind of comes from so to me yeah. it's like there's a lot of repetitive words i don't really see anything that can like if i were to do like a graffiti piece with it the clippers name itself would be really difficult to do one um too long um and you don't really have like it doesn't look flow like free-flowing you can't really have anything yeah, that flows really no flow. well. yeah there's no flow. that's well, why mr cartoon when he does the los angeles and the clippers part he like does it a certain way so you see how it has like that old cholo blocking that yeah old script style the los angeles is like squared up top and then you know angeles in the bottom yeah and then you see the clippers he does it kind of like in a free-flowing freehand mm-hmm. type of um, font so so just throwing things out there from what I've seen on Clipper Twitter, would you, and you guys can all say yes or no to these things. I'm just going to throw them out there. Would you incorporate a ship into the logo? No. Mm. You would say no, Trent? No, not the main logo. Not the main no. logo. Like not, not, it has to be something like, uh, like, no. you know how the, you know how the pirates have like a, so this is like the perfect example, right? Like you want to use the pirates. Mm-hmm. They have like a, a ship logo and then they have like a P yeah 
right? It's mm -hmm. like yeah, the P's better, but they have what if reason. what if you shorten the name like and you just do LA Clips? Dude, I I don't know. Like if it was up to me, I would change personally, I would change the name when we mm -hmm. move into the next place. Personally, I'm I'm all in for like the whole let's just change it all. Let's rebuild it. This is Steve Ballmer's team. I know they're not gonna probably do that because the name has a lot of history. Yeah. You know, but um I don't shoot. know. The Los, if, if we Los Angeles Ginghams have a nice name ring to them. I, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking the LA Bombers. <laughs> no, like there was a there was a petition going around a couple of years ago to change the name when the whole bomber thing, I mean the whole bomber transaction was happening. Yeah, I remember that. We were seeing names like Quakes and the Stars, obviously bringing back the ABA team. And uh, we'll see. What, the Anaheim Amigos? Yeah, gun them up. That's a real thing. Uh, I, uh, I like it. I, um, an idea that I would have, I, I don't mind, is you know how there's the Hollywood stars? If they just yeah. straight up call this team the Inglewood stars. I love it. And it's like it, it's like homage to Inglewood, but it's also like there's no like, it's there's nothing hollywood about inglewood right so it's it's, yeah. it's a little it's Throws a little, it off a little bit it's a yeah. little like yeah it's, it's paying homage to that but it's also yeah. like paying homage to the fact that this is now an inglewood team and yeah yeah um i don't think they would do that right because uh y'all you no, want the marketing I, of la no yeah. dude you gotta you gotta keep the la clipper name just because it's like it's. I also want the Clippers to win a championship as the Clippers. Yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to keep the name because the name by itself carries weight. You know, it already has international appeal. The, the branding yeah. is there. Everything is there. So I would like to. I would like to see the Clips be uh, LA Clips be using the city edition at least. Mm. Mm. Kind of change it up a little bit. I mean, it, LA Clips has more of a like Inglewood vibe to it, right? Because it's short enough. It's feels like a slang word. Um, it just feels like it's something that fits that area a lot better fits that cult could fit the culture a lot better than la clippers i guess in my opinion trans gonna drop a bomb right now this is the craziest episode of project runway ever <laughs> <laughs> well, okay so I, yeah go for it yeah. this is a we are really in depth on something that you know like i don't i don't know that anyone could I just, this, whatever they're going to do, they're going to do. Yeah. And, and it feels like it's going to be Steve just like looking at somebody and going, I love whatever you're doing right now. And whatever that person is doing is going to be what we get. Well, Could Steve Ballmer's an avid listener. So he I'm kind of, I'm kind of with that trend. Like I'm kind of, you know, I don't think Steve looks at this stuff. I think he'd just be like, I'm passing it on. If it look, they show it to him, it, does it look clean? Looks clean. Yep. It hits his and desk for three seconds and slides across, and he's like, "Good." Yeah, it looks good to me. Oh, and, and then he shows, up the, he shows us the games. Like, man, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who the hell signed off on this? Wait, <laughs> was, Bomber, was Bomber here but, when we did those red jerseys with the C? Yeah. Those yeah. Red, that was Bomber scene, right? Yeah, that yeah I'm funny. sure he looked at them. I'm sure he looked at them and was like, "Get him out!" I, I believe they wore them for one game, and then he said, "Yeah, they were no. they were ugly. They were ugly, bro." You're you're asking a guy who wears nothing but khaki. That's what I'm saying. Pants and gingham shirts. Yeah. To make decisions have. on what people are going to think is cool and fashionable. So let's get the city edition of basketball shorts in the khaki color with like a, a polo ish color, like a a Love basic it. polo color. Love it. With, with the clip nobody else is doing corner. it with the little thing right here yeah, yeah. like a little, little polo <laughs> yeah yeah nobody like, else yeah. is doing it yeah, yeah. um and or like or like the jersey is like there's a jersey but the um the shooting shoot around jerseys are dress shirts <laughs> like, like that. Like that. um get down get I, I i really like and i feel like the clippers can't do this at this point but it's like um when you when you give your little brother the better idea, because like the AC Clippers logo, in my opinion, is perfect. It's got a little nice little love wave. It. It's yep. just a love simple C. It, it's perfect love logo. It, yeah. Like, but yeah, it is what it is. Like, I don't know. The Clippers could maybe adopt a version of that, but we'll see. I don't know if I don't know. Like, that's weird because like technically going to Inglewood moves them closer to the ocean, but I don't know if it's like they're gonna incorporate the ocean and the clipper ships and stuff like that. Right, right. With this new with this new era of Clippers basketball. Let's see. Or yeah. use barber clips. 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Well, that is the LA Clips Forum. You can okay, find our I'm podcast. Gonna... Oh, what's up? Look, look, Jersey Talk was Jersey engrossing. Talk. There was yeah, a Jersey lot Talk. going on in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, it, it's going to be perfect. Uh, you can find our podcast wherever you find your podcast, wherever you listen to this one right now, basically. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at LA Clips Forum. Trent, where can they find you? They can find me at uh, on Twitter at, at drunken underscore Trent. I'm on literally beer number four during this podcast. So. <laughs> nice. I'm I've, been, I've, been, I've been seeing him. I've been, I've been seeing it. And I'm like, right. <laughs> look, bro, I'm not false advertising. <laughs> hey, uh, drink of water. <laughs> <laughs> I drink water all day, brother. Uh, <laughs> you drink water to lead to your four beer sesh? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's only been an hour and a half. <laughs> But uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at, at drunken underscore Trent. You can also follow me at uh, Trent Takes On. And uh, I do have my own podcast, Trent Takes On, which has nothing to do with Clippers basketball. But it's it's interesting stuff. Do you have another podcast? Uh, you know what? I don't know how I'm going to release it yet. But I've got a podcast that I just recorded with the three of you. So you know all about it. So thank you for the lead in. Uh, but we're doing we did the tournament of nonsense which is a game show it's a comedy game show and uh, it's going to be fun i think i'm just going to release it on the trend takes on feed so that i don't have to like buy an extra feed like i do this for free this is my hobby and then i'll just promote it as this is something special because what we did the other day was really special and i'm not done editing it because uh yeah it was insane so, <laughs> yeah, it, was really, yeah, it, was it was really fun everyone needs to check that it was out fun. Yeah, it was really fun. yeah it was fun man i so, loved it so check out tournament of nonsense coming soon to a podcast center near you i guess i don't know awesome buying yeah. tickets to that uh you you jake uh jakebarnes.com uh at jake barnes j-k-a-b-r-n-s um we're doing a 1000 follower Instagram giveaway. So, you know, we're doing tickets to in the 100 section to a Clipper game. So check that out. Um, also, I'm doing a, I mean, I, you know, Lord, Lord willing, I'm doing a WWE bootleg collection. I think that's next. Uh, yeah, I think that's next. So I'm kind of working on that a little bit. And hopefully we can get that out to you guys mid-March, maybe late March, somewhere around there. We'll see uh, what's up. I feel like Jake's doing that one specifically for me because he knows how much of a WD fan. WWD? <laughs> WD <laughs> fan I am, you know? <laughs> no, just something different, something different. And uh, we'll see how it, you know, how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Well, that was our show. And thank you, Trent, for the outro. We're out. Peace. Adios. Love. Thank you for joining Brian Andrew and Jesse Sandoval for this episode of LA Clips Forum. For all the over and backs, loose balls, clear paths, and tip ins. Catch LA Clips Forum every week. The podcast for fans by fans. Clipper Nation, we'll catch you on the rebound. Oh, yeah.